Yes, we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toladano. John Wall doesn't need no introduction. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick of the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you thought uh, on the future of TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album win album of the year? Will Biden's approval rating go up? Will it go down? Or inflation? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. You're smart. You know things. Bet on it. $20 bonus if you go to Kalshi.com slash stereo. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. Kalshi.com slash stereo. Get in the game. There is no guarantee of performance. An investor could lose their entire investment. Investment fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This brand new banging I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast is here. Higgity, have no fear on today's I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. Why it is never okay to insult or be disrespectful to a professional athlete in an arena. Somebody's talking greasy to Chris Paul, Chris Paul's mom, and Chris Paul's wife, and he's lucky he didn't get drop-kicked in the chin. Plus, Kendrick Lamar puts out a piece of art and loud, overbearing messages on flights to and from everywhere and why they need to stop immediately. All that and more in a beautiful, beautiful museum-quality I Am Rappaport Stereo podcast coming up right now. Miles Jordan, a.k.a. The Bleach Brothers. A.K.A. The Dust Brothers, start this puppy over something real nice, yes. Start this puppy over something real proper, okay. But most importantly, start this puppy over something real loud and real funky. I am Rapport Stereo Pockets. A let's a fucking a go. Boom. Uh, I'll say it one more time. Biggity, uh, boom. Brandon Bing and I am Rapport Stereo Podcast is here. Higgity, have no fear. The I am Rapport Stereo Podcast is in Sukasa. Hope everybody's feeling good. Hope everybody's feeling safe. Hope everybody is feeling sane. The name is Michael Rapaport, aka the Raging Bullshitter, aka the Gringo Man Dingo, aka Mr. New York, aka the Disruptive Warrior. And you are now rocking with the, the best. Welcome to the Iron Dome of Disruption. Welcome to the Ziggy Zone of Disruption. Truly hope everybody is feeling good, feeling safe, feeling sane. You must, you must feel safe. You must feel safe. You must feel sane because, uh, you know, the world, it's, uh, it's, it's wacky. It's wonderful, but it's wacky. I am here in New York City. 
where the weather is actually spring-like today. It's getting, it's getting bleak. It's raining and raining and raining and chilly. I had a fucking hat on the other. I had a beanie on the other day. I went for my morning walk in Central Park. I had to dig out the the winter beanie because I was like, I'm not going outside and going to be cold. I am going to prepare myself for the worst. And it was fucking cold out. But today is a beautiful day in New York City. And uh, I'm just shouting out everybody worldwide listening to the I Am Rappaport Stereo podcast. Wherever you are, uh, United States, abroad, Canada, South America, Australia, worldwide. I hope everybody is feeling good you know, the, I, I, one thing I, I saw in New York today, I saw a lot of people wearing masks outside. I was like, what the fuck's going on? In my head, I was like, why are you wearing the face diaper, Duke? Huh. No, but I was like, why are we wearing masks outside? Why are we wearing masks outside? I'm on a plane. I flew to Detroit. I had to go to Detroit the other day for just a, a quick thing out there. I'm in the airport. JFK, no mask. I'm on the plane, no mask. Flight attendants, some of them had masks on, some of them didn't. Listen, if I was a flight attendant, I'd wear a mask all the time anyway. These nasty fuckers on the plane. But I didn't have to wear a mask. And to be totally honest, it was the first time since the pandemic where I forgot to bring a mask. And I was like, oh shit, are they going to tell me to, where's my mask? And, you know, no. There's no mask requirements in the airports that I was at. Weird, but there's a mask requirement in my apartment building to go from the ninth floor down to the lobby. It's just fucking crazy. I don't know. That's why I say protect yourself at all times. Do what you need to do to feel safe, to feel sane, to feel confident. Got a friend who's got small kids, third graders. They went on a class trip, 60 kids, 43 of these little bastards came back with COVID. I don't know. It's probably a cold. I don't know. They got some new strain, the B, whatever. I don't know. I just was pointing it out, but I was in the city today walking around, having a little iced tea, and I was like, a lot of motherfuckers wearing masks. A lot of people wearing, I'm like, do you know something I don't know? I'm really frustrated when I'm on planes and you know, you guys know I fly a lot. I'm flying again in a couple of, in 10 days, I'm going to Columbus, Ohio, performing in Columbus, Ohio, the 20th and the 21st of May, the 20th and the 21st of May. And then I'll be in Virginia Beach, June 10th and 11th. And I'm going to be in San Antonio in June, San Antonio in June. I'm going to post uh, the link for that uh, those uh, shows. All tickets, all information is available at michaelrappaportcomedy.com, michaelrappaportcomedy.com. But the reason why I'm frustrated with the traveling amongst many, many, many reasons, I mean, the hotels, the lines and the airports, the just the whole deal. I mean, I have it down to a science because I'm, I'm doing it so frequently and I'm so lucky to be able to go on the road and do comedy, it doesn't mean I have to like plane rides. So I don't want to sound like I'm... It's a high-class problem to complain about, but it doesn't matter if it's work, play, vacation. I am so sick and tired of being on the plane and being yelled at over the loudspeaker by the stewardess, the flight attendants, and the fucking captain. Why do you motherfuckers think that we can't hear you? If I have on my noise canceling joints, I, that means that means I don't want to hear you. If I don't have on my noise canceling headphones, why should the announcement about checking your bags, putting your bags in the carry-on uh, containers, if you don't, all the announcements, if your bags don't fit, we might have to check it at the, all the announcements, your seatbelt. The mass requirements, the no mass requirements, the amount of time we're going to be on the tarmac, the amount of time we're going to be late, 
The amount of time it's going to take anything, good news, bad news, any. Why do they talk so fucking loud? It's like shocking to the ears every single time they get on the mic. We're flying. We're already whacked out enough. We've already been up for, if you've made it onto a plane, you've been up for at least three hours. You had to get to the airport by bus, train, Uber, right? You've had to go through TSA. You've had to go through TSA clear. You've had to go through lines. You've had to do all that. Then you had to wait for, I don't know, a muffin at the Dunkin' Donuts line where you wait 25 minutes to get a coffee. Bad coffee. Well, Dunkin' Donuts is good when I was drinking coffee. And then you go to this place and that place, and you're getting your waters and you're getting your gums and all the hassles of getting on a plane. And then we get on the plane and we find our seats and we check our bags and we put our bags in the carry-on and we wipe down our seats because everything's got to be wiped down now or not. And then the flight attendants have to come on there. Uh, we're sorry to announce we have to go back because we left 20 bags in the fucking airport. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, we're third in line to take off, but that's not going to affect anything. We just have to wait here for 19 more minutes. Why can't you do it in a soothing voice? Why can't you do it in a, a non-startling tone? Why can't you dial it back? This is your captain. Hi, guys. I hope everybody's feeling good. I know you've been up for hours already. I know it was such a fucking hassle to get on this fucking plane. So I'm trying to talk to you in a low, calming voice. I don't want to blast your fucking ears out like that. Thank you for flying JetBlue. Thank you for flying American. Whatever the fucking airline it is. I'm going to speak to you in a low voice. We're going to be late. I'm sorry. Now, we're going to be late. I'm sorry. Ha, ha, ha. But that's not going to affect the time that we arrive. We're probably going to make it into the Detroit airport five minutes earlier. Ha, ha, ha. Do it all softly. Please. Please. You're shocking my system every time you open your mouth. I don't care if it's good news or bad news. You're scaring me. Speak softly. Speak calmly. Whisper. We've, we've been on planes hundreds of times. Everything you've said we've heard numerous times before. Unless we're making a crash landing, speak calmly. You fuck. Please, I'm begging you motherfuckers. I'm bringing noise-canceling motherfucking headphones every time I get on a plane now because I don't care I don't want to hear what you have to say. 99.9% of the time, it's not good news. And even if it is good news that we've somehow arrived eight minutes before we're supposed to land, we're sitting on the tarmac. And not only sitting on the tarmac, we have to sit on the tarmac with your loud fucking mouths. So now I bring the Bose noise canceling on every flight. Uh, shame on me, fool me once. Shame on you, fool you twice, you fuck. Podcast. We are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. John Wall, baby, needs no introduction. Every week, the five-time NBA All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA and what's going on now in the league. CJ will bring his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John Wall will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show to give their unfiltered accounts of what's really going on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you thought uh, on the future of TikTok, will Congress ban it, or won't they? 
Will Taylor Swift's album win album of the year? Will Biden's approval rating go up? Will it go down? Or inflation? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. You're smart. You know things. Bet on it. $20 bonus if you go to Kalshi.com slash stereo. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. Kalshi.com slash stereo. Stereo, get in the game. There is no guarantee of performance. An investor could lose their entire investment. Investment fees, iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What else is going on? Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick Lamar put out, I don't know what it is. It's like a video, it's a song. It was very, very, very impressive. Um, I don't know if it's a song that's going to be on his album. You know, as I've said in the past, how could you not respect Kendrick Lamar? You know, the words that he writes are so profound and so prolific and so thoughtful. And so much thought goes into his songs. And I don't find his music, for me, to be easy to listen to. A lot of his songs. Some of his shit's bangers. We gonna be all right. Um, but some of it, to me, because sometimes he's off the beat. Sometimes, like this, the heart part five that he put out today, they're not even supposed to be songs. These are like poems slash songs slash Spoken word slash, it's his own thing. And my wife sent me the video for this, let's call it a song, that Kendrick Lamar put out, The Heart Part 5, where he's rapping, rhyming, um, speaking, you know, for five minutes, in such a profound, deep, emotional, thoughtful, soulful way. And it's it's moving. You know, my wife was like, I watched this. This, this made me cry. You got to watch this. And, and I watched it right away. And I was like, you know, I rethunk, you know, like my opinion. Because I was like, damn. You know, she had so much to say about it. And so much to say about it from a black person's point of view. And what it meant to her and why it made her cry. And I watched it and I was just like, God damn, this is, it's really, really, really powerful and really just profound and needed and so thoughtful. Like so, so much thought goes into it. I don't know when the last time Kendrick Lamar put out music or if he's done features, but I think it was like five or six years, but I was like, of course it takes five or six years for this guy to put out music. Listen to this shit. Like, we're lucky it doesn't take longer because the words and what he's saying is so... They're like movie scripts. They're like... It's heavy. It's not... 
sing song. It's not just goofy shit. And I don't know if all of his songs are like that. They all seem to have like a thread of some sort of message. Not to say that they're, you know, heavy handed, but they're just so, they just have such a, a sense of responsibility. Like when he speaks, he's, he's not just talking jibbly jab. Like I'm sure that, that Kendrick Lamar is not like a very talkative person in real life. He must be a very introspective person in real life because his music is so deeply introspective. And the video, you know, he does this thing where he, he his face changes, the deep fake thing where his, his face morphs into O.J. Simpson's and Kanye West's and Will Smith's and Juicy Jesse Smollett and Nipsey Hussle. And a lot of the times what he's saying is referring to sort of what we think of some of those people that I just named. And it's a masterpiece. Like, this this dude is on some other shit. And like I said, even easily, I don't find his music easy to listen to, but it's so important and so needed. And I was like, who cares if I think it's easy to listen to or not? Because... Younger people need this music desperately and hip hop needs this music desperately and the world needs voices like Kendrick Lamar. Like he's on some Stevie Wonder, Marvin Gaye, you know, Eric B and Rakim, you know, Jimi Hendrix. Like it's very fucking profound and very powerful. If you haven't seen the the video uh, for The Hearts Part 5, um, do yourself a favor and go on YouTube and look at it, you know, with some headphones or, you know, with the music, you know, loud enough so you can really give it the attention it deserves. Cause it's truly, truly something fucking brilliant and very, very special to shout out to Kendrick Lamar uh, for making something so thoughtful and, and so with so much care is very, very, very impressive. And on the other hand, on the other spectrum of hip-hop, uh, the great white nope, Jack Harlow put out a record the other day, and uh, you know, I know these little white girls, they love Jack Harlow, and this is like, uh, you know, he's like, an, he's friend, no, it's no wonder that he's buddy-buddy with Drake. He's like one of these all-purpose guys that checks all the box, like Drake. Drake, he could battle rhyme, he could do R&B songs, he could speak Canadian accent, he could do an East Coast accent, West Coast accent, he's black, he's Jamaican, he does it all. He's black, he's Jewish, he checks all the fucking boxes. And then you got Jack Carlo, he comes out, he's white, he does a song with Lil Nas X, he could dance, tries to act like he could play basketball, but he, he's just, you know, the girls like him. And I got, maybe I'm missing something. Maybe I'm, and no disrespect. I listened to this Jack Harlow shit and I'm like, this is shit. This record that he put out for me is shit. He's gallivanting around the Kentucky Derby with Drake. They're not even performing. It's like thousands of people just staring at the two of these guys, just on some bridge. And I go, of course these two fucking guys are buddy buddies. And I, I'm listening to this music and I'm like, what is this shit? You know, like, oh, and they're like, yo, he kind of says some things. But I'm comparing him in my head to like Karis One and Sean Price and, you know, Guru and Five Dog. Like, that's what gets me off. You know, I'm comparing him in my head to Raekwon, Ghostface. You know what I mean? In my head, I'm comparing them to Buckshot Shorty from Black Moon. You know, dudes with commanding voices, commanding skills, flowing. This guy's got a little... A little voice, and then he does a little fucking little... They probably sent him to a dance class. They're probably like, Jack, can you dance? He's like, no. Okay. Before you come out, we're going to send you... You don't have to dance a lot. 
It's not dancing with the stars, but but if you're white, you're good looking, if you could just do a couple of dance moves, less is more. You don't have to fucking go out there like on a pole like your friend Little Nas X, but if you could do a couple of fucking steps here and fucking there, boom. He's like, okay, whatever I need to do. They send him out there. He does a little two-step, right? And the fucking people are going crazy. And I'm, I'm, I'm like, talk about substance over style. Like, this is shit. It's not shit because, you know, he's not saying anything derogatory. You know, he, little puns and all this stuff. But I'm like, what is this fucking shit? Like, this isn't Black Moon. He's not kicking no Willy Bobo. He's not kicking no... No fly shit. He's not saying anything. The beats are... Like, what is this shit? People go fucking nuts. People go fucking crazy for this Jack Carlo guy. Like, Miles. Miles Jordan. Since I was talking about Kendrick Lamar, play a little bit of of that Kendrick shit. I said I do this for my culture to let y'all know what a nigga look like in a bulletproof rover in my mama's sofa was a doodle popper hair trigger walk up closer ain't no photoshopping friends bipolar grab you by your pockets no option if you froze up I always play the offense niggas going to work and selling work late for work working late praying for work but he on paperwork that's the culture point the finger promote you remote location witness protection they go hold you the streets got me fucked up y'all can miss me I want to represent for us New revolution, what's up and moving? I'm in Argentina, wiping my tears full of confusion. Water in between us, another peer's been executed. History repeats again. Make amends, then find a nigga with the same skin to do it. But that's the culture, crack a bottle. Hard to deal with the pain when you're sober. By tomorrow, once we get the remains, we start over. That's the problem. Our foundation was trained to accept whatever follows. Dehumanize, insensitive, scrutinize the way we live for you and I. Enemy shook my hand, I can promise I'll meet you. In a land where no equal is your equal, never say I ain't told ya. Nah, in a land where hurt people hurt more people, fuck calling it culture. That's profound. Now play a little bit of this song, Churchill Downs, Jack Harlow. Go ahead, play that. I mean, the world's in denial, but they all know what I'm headed for. We about to feed these youngins to the metaverse Meanwhile I'm over here just trying to pen a verse Cause I'm done being extra with the extroverts The label used to wonder how I'm supposed to stand next to Vert Probably never thought that I would get these legs to work I work hard but hard shit don't need no extra work That's why I show up in a sweatshirt and let it burn The world's mine, I just say fuck it, let it turn The girl's mine, I just say fuck it, have a turn The goats call me to the side like can we have a word I could've fronted but I did this shit how I preferred mm. I know I should be humble, but it's something I just haven't learned. Soon enough, I had to make these bad habits burn. Soon enough, we about to come and get the shit we earn. You're not a fan now. What the fuck is that? Now, I know not everything is for everybody, and not every song is supposed to be... Ha- I'm not talking about that. I'm not saying you can't have fun. It can't be... Like, it's just like, what is... I don't know. I, I'm 52. What do I know? But this fucking Jack Carlo record... Oh, it's going to sell a million fucking copies. Oh, people are going to go nuts for this thing. And I'm like, this is like feeding our kids bad food. That's what it is. We're raising our kids on bad food. Raising your kids on bad music is like raising your kids on bad food. Raising your kids on bad cinema, bad art is like raising your kids on bad food. And I don't care what anyone else says. What else is going on here? Hope everybody had a great Mother's Day for you mothers that are listening. Hope everybody had a great Mother's Day with their moms, the stepmoms, the mother figures. You know, on Mother's Day, I had to put out a video. I had a feeling that scumbum, shitbag Donald Trump was going to do something on Mother's Day. And I started thinking about Ivana, the mother of Dick Stain Donald Trump Jr., Ivanka. And Eric Trump, I found out that the uh, she's not the same mother of the other one, Tiffany. That sloppy, sloppy, weeble-wobble Tiffany Trump. But on Mother's Day, I saw Dick Stain Donald Trump Jr. talking shit online. And I, and I was thinking to myself, imagine his mother. Imagine being the mother of 
Trump kids. Not that Ivanya's anybody to feel bad for. She's a an old bag of shit. Probably, allegedly, you know, did some shady, nefarious things in her past. Allegedly, probably did some off-color things in her past. But those are accidents. Those are mistakes. And I, I put out this video just, you know, acknowledging Ivana's little mistakes, starting with Dick Stain Donald Trump Jr. And then, of course, Ivanka, which is like almost naming your your daughter after you. Your, your name's Ivana. And then we're going to name the daughter Ivanka. This is like tacky, self-indulgent, miserable shit. And then, of course, you got Big Tooth Eric, who's just a good-for-nothing also. And I just felt it was necessary just to tune them up on Mother's Day because I, I knew that shitbag Donald was going to come out with something. And, and sure enough, I was right. You know, his son, Dick Stain Donald Trump Jr., I don't know what, what he did. He, he, like, released a statement that he put out or an old tweet that he put out or... Who the fuck knows? You know, he's off Twitter. But I, I put out my my little thoughtful message to uh, Ivana. And Miles Jordan, play that little rant that I put out. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to all the moms, all the stepmoms, all to the, to the mom figures in people's lives. We appreciate you. Everybody appreciates you. And then I was thinking about all the miserable mothers out there. And when I thought about all the miserable mothers out there, of course, I had to think of uh, Ivana Trump. Poor fucking bastard. Ivana Trump with your four little mistakes. You started with Donald Trump Jr., a.k.a. Mama's Little Accident. And then you had Ivanka, that worthless... You named your fucking daughter Ivanka. Your name's Ivana. You named your daughter Ivanka. You deserve that one. And then we have uh, Eric Trump with his big fucking teeth. And then, of course, we have the fourth daughter... Um, fourth daughter's name I can't remember the fourth I always forget the fourth daughter's name just like her father does anyway happy mother's day and this is before shitbag Donald Trump put out what he put out which was happy mother's day to all including racist vicious highly partisan politically motivated and very unfair radical left democratic judges prosecutors district attorneys and attorney generals who campaign relentlessly against you without knowing a thing and endlessly promise to take you down. After years of prosecution, even the fake news says there is no case, or at best, it would be very hard to bring. Someday soon, they will start fighting record-setting violent crimes. I love you all. No, you don't. You don't love anybody. You don't love your kids. You don't love your daughter. You'd fuck your daughter. You don't love her. But this is what he puts out on Mother's Day. So I have to jump on him. And some people are like, why are you jumping on him on Mother's Day? Because I go, I have to. That's what I do. I've, I've taken a vow to ground and pound the pig. To ground and pound this bag of shit. And I knew he was going to say something. I knew he was going to do something nasty. I knew he was going to do something scummy on Mother's Day. And sure enough, he did. And I was already there pounding that dirty, old, sloppy pig right into the fucking ground. Get him first. Hit him first before he hits you. And I did it. And I was happy about that. I am Rappaport Podcast. We are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the Draft. King's YouTube channel is called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. John Wall, baby, needs no introduction. Every week, the five-time NBA All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA draft, John Wall will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA and what's going on now in the league. CJ will bring his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John Wall will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show to give their unfiltered accounts of what's really going on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano 
on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you thought uh, on the future of TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album win album of the year? Will Biden's approval rating go up? Will it go down? Or inflation? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. You're smart. You know things. Bet on it. $20 bonus if you go to Kalshi.com slash stereo. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. Kalshi.com slash stereo. Stereo, get in the game. There is no guarantee of performance. An investor could lose their entire investment. Investment fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Uh, shout out to everybody in the DMs talking shit to me about the playoffs, engaging with me about the playoffs, that listen to the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast. Too many people to even name. Tell a friend to tell a friend to listen to the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast. We're cooking. I mean, this is a great episode here. This, to me, is what it's, what it's all about. Um... But shout out to everybody who DMs me uh, on, on Instagram, who messages me on Facebook where I'm not that good. And the most surefire way to get a response is to email me at IamRappaportPodcast at gmail.com. We never miss an email. Um, but the playoffs are in full swing. Having so much fun watching the games. The one thing is just... Staying up for that second West Coast game, it's always a challenge for me because I go to sleep early. I sh- I shut it down early. But these last couple of games I was able to watch, I was watching Phoenix, watching Dallas, who they started moving the ball. I don't know if they were listening to the podcast. Jason Kidd, Finney Smith, Jalen Brunson and them. I mean, it's always going to be the centerpiece is always going to be Luca, but we can't just have this guy pounding the fucking rock. But as of the recording of this Iron Rapport Stereo podcast, they tied it up, made it a series, and Joel Embiid came back, made it a series versus Miami. And I'm not going to break down every single game, uh, but it's been, it's just been fun. We, we, Shit, you don't know who's going to win the, the championship right now. You, you don't even know who's going to be in the finals at this point. I don't either, which is great. Which is really, really great. Really, really fun. They gave out, I believe, the very last regular season awards. They gave Monty Williams Coach of the Year. And they gave the Joker the MVP, which I'm not mad about. But first of all, the Joker... Again, the regular season NBA MVP is the most over-discussed, over-analyzed, over-hyped, the biggest cock tease, the biggest wah-wah-wah-wah-wah, the biggest, the most anticlimactic award in all of sports. It's discussed after the first night when the NBA opens up. It's talked about. 
and it's given out midway through the playoffs. And just like mostly every single year, it always goes to a player who's eliminated from the playoffs. So the Joker, Nikola Djokovic, we'll just call him the Joker because I probably mispronounced his name, um, was named MVP. Uh, he was named MVP uh, a couple of years ago. Maybe it was last year. Maybe it was the season before. I don't remember. Not fact-checking. He says he has no idea where his MVP trophy is because he could give a shit, and why should he give a shit? He's probably put on 12 pounds since they got eliminated by the Golden State Warriors in five games, almost got swept. The only team to get swept in the NBA playoffs, reminder, was the Brooklyn Nets. But like I've said in the past, who cares? There's so many other things to discuss during the NBA season, yet we're inundated with this debate all season long, literally on night one. Who do you predict is going to be the MVP? Who do you who do you see being the MVP? And then month month one, month two, all through the regular season of the NBA, and then they give out the award late, although they could give it out the night the regular season ends. But they don't do it. We wait, we wait, we wait. No one's waiting. No one cares. It's not like a Supreme t-shirt drop where people are camped out, clawing to find out who's going to get the regular season MVP award. It was announced Monday morning, weird time. So bizarre, so weird. And again, it went to a guy who I don't think deserved it. I don't think John Morant should have been given the sixth man of the year award, although we did predict that. I'm glad Monty Williams won coach of the year. But number one, not only does the regular season MVP award, it doesn't count. Unfortunately, and I love the Joker. I don't think he should have won it. And I don't think the Joker cares. He said he doesn't know where his other MVP award is because he doesn't care. It means nothing. It will mean nothing to a real competitive player. Maybe in 20 years, it'll mean something to him. But right now, He's eating latkes. He's eating knishes and fucking... Who the fuck knows what that fucking fat fuck eats? But it should go to the best player on the best team with the best record. And Devin Booker, Joel Embiid, and Giannis Antetokounmpo, in no particular order, all had better records on better teams. And the Joker was ridiculous. Stat-wise, he was ridiculous. But look what happened. They were the fifth seed, I believe. And they got bumped out in five games. What's he going to do with that award? Be out there and dance in the streets because he has it? No. Real competitors compare about winning. And when you get bumped out in five games, when you get swept the fuck out of the first round like the Brooklyn Nets, if you're really into it, if you really care... That award means jack shit. At least give it out the day that the NBA season ends. So at least he could have a moment where he's like, this is cool. He could accept it in front of his home crowd and get a standing invasion in front of your home crowd. Not so after the fact where you've already busted a nut. You've busted a second nut. You've busted a third nut and now you're sleeping. What? You get the analogy. The other thing that happened over the weekend in Dallas at game four, yeah, game four of the Mavericks-Phoenix Suns game, after Chris Paul got ejected on some bullshit, bullshit call, some little shit looked like it was between the ages of 16 and 18, maybe 19, maybe 15 and 17, a little fucker. Little white, little piece of shit with his mom. And I'm going to get to why I said white. Apparently was heckling Chris Paul, sitting right behind the court. So, you know, they had to be, you know, well-to-do family. And there were a couple, there was a couple of little shits with them, teenagers. But they were then an, an adult mom. This is on Mother's Day. And uh, apparently um, this kid and his friends were talking shit to Chris Paul. Then he started talking shit to Chris Paul's wife and started talking shit to Chris Paul's mom. 
And then he was removed, and they said there was a tiny, tiny physical interaction where this kid touched Chris Paul's mom or Chris Paul's wife in front of Chris Paul's kids. Now, I don't know what... Listen, I've said it once. I've said it a hundred times. I talk shit, okay? But I'm not disrespectful at basketball games. Like, what makes you think you should go or you can go to a game and say anything rude? Like, the rudest it should be is you suck or your stats. Like, throw some slick stats at somebody. But when you start, don't even speak to the family members. Don't and if and if Chris Paul's like let's say Chris Paul's goon cousin had been there, you know this little fucker wouldn't have said anything. But this is all in line with the Dave Chappelle guy running on stage. It's all in line with those freaks in Minnesota running onto the court. It's all in line with people thinking they could get away with what they want to get away with. It's all this internet. It's all this sort of you know feeling empowered and emboldened. And the reason why I said he's a little white shit, because I was, I was thinking about all these people that get kicked out of the games. Not to say that black people or Puerto Rican people or Mexicans don't heckle and all that. You see motherfuckers fighting in the stands. They're all different colors. They look stupid. Fighting in the stands at a baseball game. Fighting in the stands at a hockey game. Fighting in the stands at a Raiders game. You look dumb. And it happens in all different shapes, sizes, and colors. But when it comes to specifically basketball games where it happens the most because that's where they could get the closest. It's always some fucking white dude or some white bitch, and I say bitch because the people that do it, they're obviously bitches, saying something that they shouldn't say to a player and then the player confronting them. Again, I I ain't saying that black people, Puerto Rican people, Mexican people, POCs, people of color, don't heckle and don't talk shit. I've yet to see, and maybe I've missed it, where like a 25-year-old black dude is going, suck my fucking dick, LeBron, you bitch-ass motherfucker, or saying something to somebody's wife or saying something to somebody's mom. It's not okay. And that little shit that was doing that to Chris Paul's family, you're lucky it was Chris Paul. Because you do that to the wrong dude, you might have a, like a Steven Jackson, Ron Artest situation where a motherfucker runs into the crowd and grabs you to fuck up. Like, I just don't know why people think it's okay to be disrespectful to players. I certainly don't know why I think it's okay to be disrespectful to players' family members. And you wouldn't do it if it was Chris Paul's dad or if it was Chris Paul's brother or Chris Paul's cousin or any other fucking man. And you're doing it in front of your mom? Like, if that's my kid and it's Mother's Day and I got you sitting behind the fucking bench and you say one thing, we're leaving, you little fucking dummy. And the incident is going to be, I'm smacking you. And they're like, yo, what are you doing? I'm like, it's my kid. He's being an asshole and I'm going to beat him in public to make sure it never happens again. Don't worry, Chris Paul. I got this. Don't worry, Mrs. Chris Paul. I got this. I'm going to beat the shit out of my son, drag him the fuck out of here. And you'll be getting an apology on video from my son who's a fucking embarrassment. I I, I don't understand why it's happening so often. That people think it's okay to be above and beyond rude to these players. It's not okay. And when someone gets drop kicked in the chin, then that'll be the story. Which obviously I don't want to happen. But you're going to do it to the wrong motherfucker. And you're going to have somebody running in the crowd getting crunk. Anyway, I'm done. It's a great podcast. I'll say it again. This, this is what it is. Professional podcasting. Ranting, raving, 40 plus minutes. Came, saw, conquered, came, saw, disrupted. I told you I'd be in Columbus, Ohio, 20th and the 21st. All tickets, all information available at michaelrapportcomedy.com. Miles Jordan, a.k.a. the Bleach Brothers, a.k.a. the Dust Brothers. Take me out of here with something real nice. Take me out of here with something real proper. But most importantly, take me out of here with something real loud and real funky. I am Rapport Stereo Pockets. I'm done.
There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you thought uh, on the future of TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album win album of the year? Will Biden's approval rating go up? Will it go down? Or inflation? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. You're smart. You know things. Bet on it. $20 bonus if you go to Kalshi.com slash stereo. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. Kalshi.com slash stereo. Get in the game. There is no guarantee of performance. An investor could lose their entire investment. Investment fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.